0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. All right, 2023 is here, and based on the success and the positive feedback we had with our 2022 Appalachian Trail hikers, we've decided to add another group. Now you've heard the interviews with these people individually, and now we have them together, just like we did with the AT group. We're bringing these, bringing everybody together so they can introduce themselves and. You know what? We had a great last episode. I don't know if our guests were able to hear it, but it was it was like a journey and everybody virtually got to know each other and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm very excited to have in this group somebody who was a part of our 2022 group, Kevin and Leah. That's exciting that you guys now are hiking to PCT and you're part of this group.
1: Pretty excited to be a part of both groups.
0: So let's start off doing this um, let's not assume everybody's had an opportunity to hear each other's episodes or to talk. I know that Nathan and Beverly have communicated and while we were setting things up, they they were able to have conversations. So why don't we start with you, Nathan, tell, tell the group a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, I'm, I'm Nathan Carden. I am going to be turning 40 on the trail, which is what? exciting. Yeah. Turned 42 weeks into my, to my hike. Um, I live in Los Angeles. Um, I'm excited to be here. This is like one of those funky milestones that I never thought I'd get here because so it was like, you know, months ago, I was like, yeah, yeah. Before I had a permit, before it was like real, and then I, then I got a permit and I got another one. And now I'm like, oh, this is the the pre-trail interview. Oh, Christ. Here we go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's always fun, Nathan, because I I interview people early on like in the in the fall when they've made the decision pretty much that they're doing this and then we follow up in this you know doing this right here this form and then I can actually see I mean we're doing a podcast right now I'm I'm looking at the faces and go to the YouTube channel Martin outside so you could see it the difference there's an excitement I see in everybody's eyes right now as we're getting closer Beverly
3: um yeah I'm uh Beverly I born and raised in Washington state. And, um, uh, I am just thrilled beyond belief and excited to, I just, I'm over the moon, (laughs) excited to start on March 19th.
4: That's great. And Rob, yeah I, hello everyone. I'm Rob DePerna. um currently in Humboldt County, California, originally from upstate New York. I turned fifty two years old three days prior to the initial PCT permit release day where I didn't get a permit, but I did get one um this past Tuesday on the second try, so I'm very very excited and super glad to be here with all of you
0: <laughs> and our friends Kevin and leah right uh
1: so I'm Kevin, and I'm here with uh, Leah, who turned 40 herself on the AT trail last year. Um, We just retired. Um, I retired out of the military last uh, last year. We hiked the entire AT 2022. Um, Beverly, we just moved from Washington ourselves. Uh, stationed in at uh, Joint Base Lewis-McChord yes. for eight years before I, wow. I left the service. Um,
5: and now we're in Minnesota. Yep. And going wow. to start March fifteenth. Nice. So it'll
1: be four days behind you. Better.
5: Yeah. Very cool.
1: We're ahead of you, I guess. Yeah. Ahead. Ahead
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'll have to race to catch up.
2: <laughs> I- I'm going to make it my ammo. Pick up two weeks on you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Rob, did you mention your start date? I can't remember. Yeah, so currently I have May 11th, which seems a little late um, based on what I would prefer to be doing. I may end up trying to change it as we go to get try to get something a little bit earlier, but also watching what's happening with the Sierra Nevada snowpack currently. Maybe it's not such a bad thing, um, <laughs> as it turns out. That that was really the earliest day available that wasn't april um, when i got into the pcta um permit portal the other day so i grabbed it well, you now, got
3: one that's good
0: for that's those fun. of us out east and hike the at spend a lot of time on the trails out here we're not as familiar with the idea of getting permits for hiking and i know it's more common out west i'm looking at the wonderland trail for this year for example and i looked at yosemite And there's been some changes in that process on the PCT. Beverly, we'll start with you with this. What was that like? Was it a bit stressful, the whole permit uh, process for you?
3: Um, Based on what I heard about previous years, it was way less stressful because I wasn't thinking, okay, I have to start at 7 a.m. and really try and see how many computers I can have on. It was just, okay, I got the time. I was excited for the time. I clocked in at the time. I saw what or actually you got to watch as the numbers started filling in. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this. And then they started filling in some more. I'm like, oh, I won't have as many choices. And then when my time came up at 12 something or one something, whatever it was, I got basically what I wanted. But it was exciting to wait and to watch and to see everything happen. Yeah.
0: I ask because the Appalachian Trail, it's been kicked around for a number of years now on how they want to handle managing the people who are out there because and Kevin and Leah could tell you that trail's taken a beating. It's shown its mm-hmm. age and it is becoming an issue that you, you know, when you have the, the, bu- the bubble you know, and on the bubbles at its highest, the impact it's having on the trail. How about for you, Rob, what was it like?
4: It was, you know, I tried very hard to have a good attitude about it going in when the PCTA announced that they were going to go to a random, Num- random time assignment for the days of the permit release and I felt very optimistic um, back in November about, about my chances until I saw that my time assignment was 2:45 p.m. Oh, <laughs> and then I was not so optimistic and the, all of the permits were gone I think 13 minutes before I got into the permit portal that day and so I was kind of disappointed and disheartened and did kind of throw me off a little bit but um I had 105 for the, for January 10th and, you know, wasn't feeling super great about that, but there were a lot of permits still available at that point in time. And I had to make a sort of a snap decision about, you know, I thought maybe initially when I was planning this, that March, late March would be a good time to start, but watching what's happening with the weather in the Sierras and certainly where I am up here in Northern California, knowing how much rain we've had and how much snow there is in the mountains, you know, I kind of thought, well, you know, I'll grab this May date. And if I decide later, I want to try to change it around and get something earlier, I can do that later. So
0: (laughs) and Kevin and Leah, this is a, even though you've through hiked, this is a new process for you as well. How about how did it affect you guys? Um,
1: I think that in general, we weren't too worried. If you did uh, any research on like the PCT Reddit page, they they gave a, a long list of ways to circumnavigate the permit process. And uh, on Yogi uh, 2023 PCT, she gave a lot of different variations. I think that what kind of gave us a little hesitation is we're trying to hike with 511. Again, he was part of our tramily. And then uh, a buddy of mine that I, I served with, um, he retired this last September. He's hiking with us well as well. So it was just trying to get all of everybody on the same date, which, you know, uh, the way it worked that, out. yeah, it worked out. The PCT, the way that they allowed, if you were hiking with a partner, um, you didn't have to have separate accounts anymore. you could, you know, apply together as a couple. So that helped out. And then um, the other two, you know, they just ended up getting lucky, lucky. And that, well, like our friend, Rob, he's one day behind us, but you know, that'll be easy. You can just do like five miles the first day and then we do 10 the next and
0: catch up. So yeah, that's something I didn't think about. If you're going with a group now, you know, husband and wife, you're going together, but it could be three or four friends going. So you're able to put in, that you have X number of people in your party and, and get one permit to go. Yeah, you can do up to two people, two two people
1: for uh, one application.
0: Do you think that having this process to manage the number of people are on the trail at the same time, do you think this approach could work on the AT? Because it is something that they have kicked around, as I said before I asked the question, a permit process. Could you see that working?
2: We'll be back after a
0: quick break you ever think about what might be in the water you're drinking every time you fill up your water bottles while you're in the outdoors? I try not to, and I really don't because I use Sawyer water filters. The Sawyer filter technology, because of their high standards, every filter is individually tested three times through the process. I've been using their permethrin product for years now to protect me from, well, quite frankly, ticks and the pikaerin to keep the flies at bay. Don't let bad water insects or a tick bite cut your trip short or even ruin it. Use Sawyer products. Go to your local outdoor retailer and ask for Sawyer products, whether it's a water filter, insect repellent, they're likely to have it. You can also go to Sawyer's website and read more about these incredible, high quality products that they offer those of us who enjoy the outdoors.
1: I think that you would have a lot of kickback and uproar lot of
5: very mad people,
1: yeah. um unfortunately, the the beginning portions of the a t are the one is the one that takes the most beating, but I feel like they do really well with trail uh, ridge runners and everything around there. Um, but as for setting up a pr- permit process, um, I don't,
0: yeah. it, it's <laughs>
1: like it's like the most popular trail, you know, right. out of the three, I would say and um it would be it'd be hard to to manage i think that the way that they do it now by um going on the website and looking to see where everybody else registered and then trying to like move yourself around inside that bubble is like a a meet in the middle amicable way of solving it
0: yeah and when they decided to do that it it was Yeah, it was because you had a lot of people saying permits, you know, wait a minute, this is the AT, you know, and, uh, you know, the fear of change and people not wanting to change. But yeah, I think for the most part, people will look at that, you know, the registration process and, and and use their own common sense. And as far as maintenance of the trail, yeah, it's, they do a great job. These, these organizations, the Ridge Runners of, of maintaining it. Now, Rob, on this next question, we'll start with you. Yeah. We'll start with talking about gear. Yeah, how comfortable are you with the gear you have right now?
4: Pretty good. I'm. There's a few minor tweaks that I think I still need to make, um, particularly with uh, just external battery. Um, the external battery that I have currently is heavier than I would like it to be, and it's kind of an off-brand, and I've been using it for a couple years, and it's starting to come apart. So that's something I'm going to want to replace before I hit the trail. Um, I'm still deciding which of my tent shelters will be the one, although I'm increasingly leaning towards the one that I know and I'm most comfortable with, which is my mountain safety research carbon reflex tent, Um, because it's it's sort of the old reliable, old standby. Um, Otherwise, I'm feeling really good about gear right about now. I'm pretty much there, I feel like.
0: Uh, Kevin and Leah, (laughs) from the AT to the PCT any gear changes you're making, whether you said this didn't work out or this is a different type of hike. I need something different.
5: Um, we did get a new tent because our tent had the zippers were starting to rip on it. So we did replace that. Um, and we both do plan to get new packs. We haven't yet. We're kind of procrastinators (laughs) when it comes to stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, we're still kind of getting our gear together. We just got our um, ice axes today. Um, we got like some sun shirts, like kind of stuff like that, that we didn't have before. Um, what are those crampons or micro spikes? Yeah. Yeah. We need to figure out which ones we're going to use of those.
1: Yeah. We got a birthday gift of the exo spike. So we were testing those out and we were like, we might need to upgrade to the yeah. micro, especially with the extra snow that Rob's been talking about um other things like I'm going to be bringing my um the dji mini 3 uh so that'll be different for videoing this time a little different aspect
5: uh I think other than that everything's basically the same we're still using the same sleep system the same cook system yeah so yeah other than that we're pretty much we're sticking to Kind of what we know already it's
1: kind of like hard to do like that yeah, yeah with change change things up and you get all scared you know
0: <laughs> right it worked for you on the at you you successfully hiked that so why change? why fix something that's not broken right. right how about you nathan where are you at with gear how are you feeling about it i'm geared
2: up man i, I could leave today
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the only thing i i don't have like solid is my first aid kit and that's just for a lack of, of like let's leave something to the end but no, as as I said in the last interview, I've bought and rebought and replaced and tested, done too much too much work on it. So I'm ready to go. <laughs> and I um like you know I was dealing with a I like a knee injury and a foot problem, and I met with Doctor Morgan of Blaze Physio and did oh. like a session, and it's no knee pain, no foot pain. It's like it was the best seventy five dollars I ever spent. It was awesome. So that's great. I'm like, ready to go. Ready hey, to go. Blaze was a guest
0: this. on our show.
2: Yeah. Totally yeah. An amazing human being.
0: Yes. Yes, she is. Yeah. What a nice person. And what a great service she's providing out there mm-hmm. for hikers. And Beverly, how about you with your gear?
3: I think I'm, I'm good with gear for the most part. I'm still trying out a couple things to see. Cause I, I'm deciding on the brain stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when I have, like three different options, and I'm like, mm, I'm gonna play with it a bit.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, we, we gear is interesting. You know, uh, you know, Rob, you talked about you. You've been through your gear. You've tested your gear. you and you know, I have a tendency. I could be a little apprehensive. Am I bringing the right thing? Do I have the best thing to use here? Um, and sometimes it's like, all right, uh, in the case of Kevin and Leah, it's not broken. I'm not gonna fix it or replace it. What's working is working. Uh, But it's like with everything with the hike, it's interesting to hear the different perspectives on how people are approaching your gear. Uh, Nathan, with food and resupply. Now, I asked this question in the first interviews, and I'm going to ask it again because things change. Things could have changed with gear. Uh, But as far as keeping yourself supplied along the trail, how's that going for you? you? Where are you at with that?
2: So I'm not, I am. Uh, of the camp that I'm not going to be sending any boxes unless I send them to myself while on the trail. So there there are a couple of points where there's not great resupplies, but two or three towns back, there's like a Walmart or a big super thing. So you can pack a box and ship it just a couple of stops up. Um, I'm not going to be, I don't know, I can't even figure out like what I want to eat for lunch while I'm eating breakfast. And so... <laughs> And I've I've seen a couple of videos. I I remember I've seen everything on YouTube. I just watched a three and a half hour documentary that just came out of some some guys, which was great. And it kind of covers that where people, you know, they just, I have no idea what my stomach's going to be up to and I'm a hungry person already. So I don't think that my best effort at staying healthy while at home is going to track while I'm out there and I don't want to waste a ton of money. So I was actually talking to my buddy Jake today. you know, just like, what are you packing for the first couple of days? And it really is, you set yourself up for a three-day hike, you know, because, and then, you know, at that point in time, we'll see, we'll see what happens at, you know, Lake Laguna, and then we'll see what happens after that. And I'm just going to play it by ear. Um I am a pretty good cook and a pretty good forager at, you know, I can find something to eat I mean, anywhere. So I'm sure that there'll be some grosser options, but i'm looking forward to hiker hunger <laughs> you know, i just want to <laughs> eat some candy without feeling so much guilt
0: <laughs> and i'm glad kevin and lee are going to be our last ones on this question because they probably they have a little bit of experience on this so i'm looking forward to hear uh, what the two of you have to say
1: i i think we're we're totally in the court with nathan um we didn't send any boxes ahead at all we it was it was better to just always figure out what you wanted when you get got to town. So we always just went week by week. Um, we, yeah. yeah,
5: no, that's about it. yeah, whenever whatever we're hungry for at the time, that's what we're getting
1: and your your body just goes through like a cycle of, I'm sick of this. you know, let's sh- let's shake it up. And if you're just constantly sending yourself boxes of stuff that you thought you were gonna like, A month down the road you're not going to like it and then you're forcing yourself and then you're making yourself not happy and then it just thing you try to alleviate all of that and just going to town and get what you want it might be a little bit more hassle but i mean it gives you a little break from the trail you know Mm -hmm. and you're not rushed into like a post office or um a hostel We've, we've seen hostels like get somebody sent the one box to the wrong hostel and then they had to shoot around town and it just Became a hassle, I think.
5: And I'm also with Nathan on the I'm excited for the hiker hunger. I was just telling him (laughs) that today because I wanted to buy something. I was like, I shouldn't. I just can't wait for when I'm on trail and I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want, and feel no guilt.
0: Beverly, how are you doing with your food right now? With uh keeping if you you have an approach in mind yet, or how are you going about this? Oh
3: well, my husband's following me with our two dogs. We sold our house. So, Solar House bought a bus that he's remodeling into a PCT tra- traveling bus. So he's going to travel and follow me or get ahead of me, take pictures of towns and stuff. He's into his own blogging thing. So, I will have him to give me all my stuff that I'm I'm going to buy several things ahead of time because I'm trying to be healthy cuz I'm 62. And I want to stay healthy, so I'm. I I seriously went through everything from Gear Skeptic, where they, he has all this uh, this stuff as to why you eat this way and how you eat and what's the best and all. So I'm I'm really trying to gear it that way, to a healthy diet, which doesn't mean it's all fruits and vegetables. It's anyway. It was interesting, and I'm I'm gonna head that way, and then also eat other food when I'm not
0: on the trail. Well, you gotta be fortunate that if you start to feel like you're getting any food boredom, you can tell your husband that, you know, <laughs> next time, yep. next time you meet me, can we <laughs> yeah. you know, change this for this? And you know, I'm well, I, I'm trying
3: and... out, I'm trying out freeze dried food right now as cold soap because it'll coat cold soak well. And it's pretty tasty without even adding the spices. So I'm like, I like that it's lightweight they'll pack down easy. And yeah. So it's a matter of getting the calories
0: mm-hmm.
3: and it's fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And Rob, how are you doing with planning for your food?
4: Yeah. I'm um, sort of in the middle still, I may end up doing something that's hybrid. I'm concerned about eating well and I'm concerned about spend, not spending a lot um, buying food in small convenience stores and trail towns. Um, So I plan to pre-buy a lot of different things and have it ready for friends to ship to me. Um, But I'm also kind of ambivalent about the idea of buying six months worth of food ahead of time, Um, because it's just, I'm not, as others have said, I'm just not ever really gonna know what I'm craving or gonna be hungry for. Um, I also, Realize from my experience that my meal eating habits are very variable on the trail from the section hiking that I've done, and um, my tendency, my pref, my, my preferred tendency going forward would be to eat a lot more snacks and to try to get the calories while I'm hiking, um, as opposed to having big meals at the beginning and at the end of the day. Um, so I'm working on those sorts of things. I'm thinking about going more towards less cooking and less stove use if i can help it um a i just don't like carrying the fuel i don't like the fuel canisters and b i feel like i'm free to just you know chew and chug while i'm hiking more so um so i'm i'm still working on it i still have plenty of time <laughs> you know i can I, I have plenty of experience with my excalibur food dehydrator making my own meals and snacks if that's ultimately the direction i decide to go and i have a lot of fun with that so yeah it'll be something in between probably
5: (laughs) Uh,
0: that's good i'm guessing kevin and leah you guys you you know it works again just like with the gear you know it works so you guys are pretty much i'm guessing safe guess here you guys are going to take the same approach just buy food from town to town yeah
2: yeah
1: I do sure. want to say Beverly we ran into a couple that did the same thing that you guys are doing and huh? whenever the husband would show up at the road like like she would get all excited that uh, his wife and uh like we started calling their band the life pod because <laughs> like it would like be a lifesaver for her whenever she got to the road and <laughs> you know we'd always be like where's the life pod
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's cool and Bill wants to do like trail angeling and stuff and so he wants to barbecue stuff for the other people
4: <laughs> or oh, whatever
3: wow. i don't know that's his gig it'll be fun yeah. it'll be really fun
0: yeah, yeah. you guys all be on a lookout that'll be your you know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
3: definitely all
0: right uh yeah because you know and and you know food's another thing it, it's very i've learned over the years that like i got stories about oatmeal i can't eat brown sugar oatmeal. I, well it took me four years before i could start eating brown sugar oatmeal again uh this summer it was cliff bars my son said one one morning he's watching me eat a cliff bar he said dad i've never seen somebody take so long to eat a cliff bar and i said i'm just I, i'm forcing it down you know it was like it was before it was the day before we were going into town or getting off the trail and i said you know i need something to eat i don't you know and all i've got left are these four cliff bars that i've been putting off eating for the last couple of days <laughs> um, but uh, rob you brought up you know your approach trying to eat more frequently And I had read somebody a year, a few years ago, somebody had said that their approach is to try to be eating something, I believe it was every hour, be fueling the furnace, putting something in the furnace about every hour to keep them going.
4: Yeah, 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 I, um, like I said, my tendency has been on my section hikes and other long backpacking trips in the past to have To try to get myself to eat a good breakfast while I'm sitting in camp or packing up, or if the mosquitoes are just too bad, I move to somewhere where they're not and try to eat breakfast and then see, you know, on the back end as I'm setting up camp for dinner. Um, But I find that that doesn't really give me the fuel when I'm actually, when I actually need it the most, which is in the middle of the day while I'm hiking. Um, And oftentimes that big meal at the end of the day feels kind of wasteful because I'm going to bed. Um, And so I'd rather stagger my food and my nutrients and my energy consistently throughout the day is what i is what i'd like to try this time you now in every
0: through hike there's loved ones significant others husbands wives children parents at home they're concerned about you they think you're crazy you know? why are you going to hike from the cal from california to canada you can fly can't you or drive right uh We'll start with you, Beverly. How's your family feel at this point?
3: Well, I was really holding back on telling them because I have four children. And um, and I thought, oh, they're just going to think it's a wild hair, you know, or I'm crazy or whatever. And they were all supportive, a little bit concerned. It's like, got to be safe. But they were really supportive. And then my friends Supportive. I hear more, oh, I'm envious and I'm jealous and people want to talk to me about it. And I was quite surprised. And then I felt okay telling people I was doing it because I got a lot of good support.
0: And that's so important. And you know, having that person at home. And I just had this conversation with our AT group, having that person that you can trust. Um, having somebody that, you know, if you get to that point where you're not sure, you're ready to get off the trail, that's going to give you honest feedback. Not just tell you what want, what you, you want to hear or to say, oh, you need to keep on going. That's important too. And have that support yeah. at home or, like I said, if it's just a significant other, a boyfriend or girlfriend, that's so important to the success because yeah. psychologically, I think it gets you off on the right foot. That's the other part of this. Yeah. How about you, Rob?
4: You know, I'm very grateful. I have a tremendous circle of friends. I have friends that I've done backpacking trips with longer and shorter durations who are not only offering to help with my supplies and to be contact people for me, but also to, you know, sort of be a point of check-in along the way, which I'm really, really grateful for, Um, because I need that. You know, I, I struggle sometimes with those with those moments of decision of is this the time is this the time to call it good and to head home or am i just having a a bad moment am i panicking am i being too concerned about whatever the concern is um and i also am very grateful to have other friends who you know i can stay in phone contact with really regularly um and we can really talk about is this the moment is this the time and they will give me honest feedback they're not going to tell me what I want to hear and they're as excited about this as I am they, they are living vicariously through me <laughs> and I love that and they're going to tell me to you know encourage me as best they can and you know because they, they they honor the purpose of my journey you know uh, my family it, likes to try to be supportive. Um, I don't really think they fully understand. And that's okay. You know, they, they will, they will be able to appreciate it as we go. And as long as I keep in contact with them and let them know I'm safe and alive and happy, they will be happy.
0: (laughs) And Rob, I'm glad you used the word journey, because that's what this is, right? You all want to make it to the Canadian border. That's your, your goal, pretty much, but it's a journey. And sometimes for there may be, for, you know, for unfortunate reasons, you might have to say, I, I'm i done. Um, yeah. It may just mentally, you might be checking out of the hike. Physically, there might be something and yeah, you need that person. Like I said, it's going to be honest enough to say, look, if you're just not feeling it, hey, you've been out there. You've done more than most people are ever going to do. Yeah. You know, are you happy? Because, you know, and I've said this to people at the end of the day, you know, we feel good about what we do, but it really Means the most to us doesn't mean much to anybody else. The people that truly care about us and love us, they're going to say, Hey, you know what? Good for you. You went out there and you had fun. You know, that's all they're going to care about.
4: Yeah, that's kind of the mindset that I'm trying to go into it with at this point, Martin, especially since I'm starting a little later. At least that's the date that I have is to, and I've said this since I got the permit date, is I am going to start and I'm going to go as far as I can go. And I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to be grateful for the experience and I'm going to do everything in my power to bring back meaning for myself and meaning that I can share with other people about how wonderful these places are, because that's what the motivation really is for me. So,
0: Kevin and Leah, at this point, your family just kind of like, oh, okay, mom and dad, I'll see you guys when you're finished. Check in with us from the trail.
5: <laughs> Pretty much,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, we had... uh
1: we're being an inspiration <laughs> our uh oldest son he's wanting to do the trail uh, the at in 2025 so um i think that what i like to get out of it is hopefully we're continuing to inspire more people to get outside and do any kind of hike you know it doesn't matter if you're doing a one day overnight or a two mile or a three three day whatever just as long as you're getting out there
0: and doing something yeah. Yeah. This year compared to last year. You know, AT was your first long hike, your your first long through hike. And now you're doing the PCT. Are you sensing any anything different about their attitude towards it? are they maybe a little bit calmer about it or yeah. Or is it like um, I said it? See you you know, have fun. <laughs>
5: I, basically, yeah. I I think uh last time there was like we were like Beverly. We were kind of hesitant to like you know, say stuff like, oh yeah, we're going to through hike the AT. Like we didn't really know how people were going to react when we said that, like, oh, you guys are crazy. But um everybody was really supportive. So, but I think just this time um they don't really have as many questions as last time. I think that's the only difference. Mm-hmm. So
1: then I think my, um, my aunts and uncles, I think were the ones that were probably the most uh, nervous because like, yeah. we were uploading our videos every day to YouTube and that's how they were keeping track of us and then when we kind of you know got backlogged and didn't like release anything for a few days they were just they went you know like what happened are they okay like like we didn't like send out a text to them or something you know like with the Garmin we were sending out texts every night to our immediate family letting them know that you know we made it to camp we're all safe you know good to go but so i said you know if you want i can add you all to the garmin list if you want to get a daily text and be annoyed by us depending (laughs) on what time we get, get into camp so and they're like oh yeah okay that'll make us feel better
0: you know so and nathan how about you how's your 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 closest ones your your friends family loved ones how are they feeling at this point
2: i think people in my in my immediate circle feel really good um, there's, I mean, we've had a lot of the tough conversations. Um, Christmas was interesting. Um, e- historically, you know, I, when my siblings leave to go to the, with their significant others, and I'm the one who's at the house, like we have my mom and I ha- usually have like a big long talk and I had given, I had bought her and, and my partner, George did like the, uh, the national geographic PCT map and a bunch of pins. And that was like such a good idea. And I mean, she was weeping and she's like so excited to, you know, she's got this big visual now. And then every time I check in with her, she's going to go find it on the map and she's got something to do and, you know, can figure out and kind of plot their own vacation so that they can go figure out like where they want to meet up with me and do all that work. So I think people are good now. I think the, the reality that, you know, it worked less than three months away is is definitely setting in I mean there's more of my backpacking gear kind of scattered around the house so I think that um you know that's the reality that's setting in Or you know so I've I've had a lot of the big talks and that was you know that I've, I've got nothing but but positivity and you know some questions of like are you sure you want to be doing this this mm-hmm. you know your career you're leaving everything I'm like yes absolutely this is the most extravagant vacation I've ever dreamed up. And like, I'm not going to work for six months. I cannot wait.
0: <laughs> You're telling people who are part of the culture that we that go, 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 work, 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 that I am now going to take five to six months and I'm just going to walk, right? And yeah. I think some people have a hard time grasping that.
2: My favorite though, is when you can see the seed getting planted Cause it happened to me too. You know, having talked, but I was talking to my, one of my best friend's brother at a, at a Christmas party and I could just see it just thinking in. And I was like, you're going to do the trail, aren't you? And he's like, no, I can't. I I could never. And it's like, but maybe tell me more about this. I was like, Cool. See you in 2025.
0: Now you and George, you said you, you bought your mother that map and, Mm -hmm. and excited her. I'll share this with my wife who doesn't hike her backpack. Uh, when I got back into long distance hiking a few years ago, I did went up and did the long trail and I live, I live within driving distance of Vermont and live in upstate New York. So we took a little vacation up there and drove through the towns that I'd be hiking through. And uh, so I had a buy-in, right? I had her, you know, it was, she was feeling more at ease. She became part of the hike. And, you know, so every year there's a little bit of that where she's a, she's a big part of the hike, even though it's from home, it might be my contact if I need something sent out to me and I think that's important because as I said before I asked the question these are these are people we depend on to be the most honest with us um and they may yeah, not I, understand I, exactly what we're going on out there but yeah
2: and you know the people are freaked out the snow is freaking a lot of people out you know that is the big conversation as of right now it's every storm that rolls in like did you see how much snow mammoth got did you see like yeah. I did see. I will see it with my own eyes mm-hmm. in a couple of months. <laughs> we'll, yeah. see what, we'll see what it looks like then. Until yeah. then. I
0: don't know. So, Rob, we're talking about here. The people at home, OK, has anybody come out and exp- express to you, a friend or family member expressed to you, are you, you know, why why you shouldn't do this? and why you should be afraid to do this? Have you heard those stories yet?
4: No, I actually haven't. Um, you know, my most of my biological family, pretty much all of it is there in upstate New York, in uh, central New York. And those folks are so, they're wonderful people and I love them dearly. And they think, they do worry and they will tell me to be careful and they will tell me that they think I'm crazy on some level, but they will never tell me not to do it. Um, and they will certainly love and support me and they will be grateful to see my Facebook posts and my Instagram posts and my YouTube videos and to hear from me um, either directly or through other family. Um, you know, just part of my personal story is that I've been here on the West Coast sort of as the proverbial family black sheep um, for a lot of very deep personal reasons for 25 years. And it's been hard for them to accept that on some level, but um. I have been so blessed and grateful to continually build and rebuild some of those relationships with people, with my family. And it has meant a lot to me over the last several years to be able to do that. And I think that pretty much everyone that I love and who loves me is supportive and excited for me, even though they're scared to death. A lot of them, I imagine, because <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand it really, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But
0: Kevin and Leah, for you guys. Uh, I'm gonna phrase this a little differently. Has anybody like tried to tell you that or express fears that well, you know, it's a lot different than hiking on the East Coast? you know, you're gonna be going through the desert? Have you dealt with any people bringing that up to you?
4: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> not really. Um, I would say no, not at all. I think I have more concerns about the like the desert and the snow and all that kind of stuff. Uh, more than anybody's really asked us about it. I, I'm not sure if they really know too much about it. Yeah. I know our son lives in California, so he's brought it up a couple times, but
1: I've and and then with like me explaining to her, I've I've had my fair share of time out in the desert, um, being at the National Training Center for the Army. I've had many a uh, cold nights and very hot days seeing the, the temperatures fluctuate. So I was talk, trying to talk to her about that the other day. Um, and then just flying my aircraft over those mountains many a times, having to climb up, seeing like the cloud layers. Like I know that the winds can get really bad. Like um, the, the clouds can descend really quick. You know, things things can change on a moment's notice. Um, but like I, I told her earlier, like, I always look at priority uh, safety as priority number one. So like, uh, if we have to get off the mountain and just wait out a couple days, or if we have to, we didn't skip ahead at all on the AT, which is like we were straight purists, and that is gonna hurt us (laughs) for the PCT because I just think that it's like almost impossible to do the PCT straight from Mexico to Canada with you know all of the stuff that goes on with wildfires and the snow and you know it just. It might be inevitable that we might have to jump up and then make the miles back up later on, or um, just to be safe, you know. Like, I mean, our first snowstorm on the AT, uh, we we hiked backwards two miles to get off the trail because that there was a blizzard coming in, you know. And almost everybody got off the trail then, you know. I'm not sure if the PCT sends out warnings and stuff like that, but that was one thing that was nice about the AT. Um, like we got that warning at like 9 30 at night you know like the next day is going to be a blizzard you might want to think about your travels so um I'll be you know seeing if they do that I don't know if anybody anybody else knows if they do that or
2: not I don't know if they do I do know that your phone will likely pick up things um like those emergency like APDs that get sent out like those get sent out for flash flood warnings or like thunderstorms, like gnarly ones. So I think that you'll, I mean, assume, assuming you have some, qu- some kind of service, you know, GPS service, we should be getting some kind of notifications and, you know, news travels fast, you know, it's yeah, everybody's, everyone on the west coast is definitely looking out for one another. And um, I think the far out app is probably going to be your best bet of just checking things. I know that with the fires last year, That's how everybody was communicating of like where they were at and where they had to get off and just kind of checking in. Um, You can like definitely follow people on the social. I just learned about that, that there's like a whole social networking aspect of that app. That
0: sounds pretty great. Thank you for listening to part one of our two-part series with our 2023 Pacific Crest Trail Tramley. Make sure you check out part two, which will be airing on Monday. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, papabearhikes.com. Listen to past episodes check us out on social media go to our youtube channel martin outside all those links are there in addition to that you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a patreon member yet remember to get outside have fun and be safe this episode of pop bear hikes has been brought to you by avalon publicity avalon publicity increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services For more information about Avalon publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.